0: Welcome to The Resolved Podcast, where you can find truth through God's word that will inspire and strengthen you as you determine to lead a life worthy of your calling. I want to start by sharing a quote. I received wise words from a leader in my past that still encourage me to this day. His name is Randy Draper, and he said, If the dream in your heart isn't intimidating to you, it is probably insulting to God. His words made me look at intimidation differently. The truth is, if our aspirations don't feel too big or too risky or maybe even a bit terrifying, maybe they aren't big enough. When we accomplish things in our own strength, we get the glory. But if they are in the Lord's power, His strength and His grace, He gets the glory. When the Lord called me to write a book Intimidated is the best word to describe how I felt. When I say intimidated, I mean a similar feeling you would get by standing at the bottom of Mount Everest with your hiking boots on while looking up, trying to catch sight of its peak. Maybe a bit dramatic, but go with me here. From ground level, the summit is too high to see. I could imagine reaching it, but it was nowhere in sight. I had no idea what I was going to write, nor did I know how I was going to do it by the end of the writing class that I had enrolled in. The goal of the course was a finished manuscript in four months. The Lord encouraged me while I was writing in the story of Zerubbabel. Maybe you know him, maybe you don't. He was the governor of Judah who the Lord stirred up, as it says in Haggai chapter 1, to restart the restoration of the Lord's temple that had been destroyed by the Babylonians under King Nebuchadnezzar's reign. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, it says, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small things? I wasn't building a temple, but I imagined that as Zerubbabel gathered stones and laid them in place, it felt like small things, and the same as he mixed the mortar and spread it one stone at a time. The days when I sat staring at the blank page on my laptop, it felt like small things. When I had to delete my finished outline and start over, and when I had to cut thousands of words I'd spent hours writing, it felt like painful small things. When the last thing I wanted to do was sit at my desk again to write, yes, small things. But the Lord had me start this book and he would help me finish it. Listen to these words from David Guzik from the Blue Letter Bible. I quote, "'In many of God's choice workers, "'he uses a powerful season of small things. "'Those days are not a mistake, nor are they punishment. "'They are days of priceless shaping and preparation. "'They are not days to despise. "'When Satan tempts us to despise the day of small things,' He shined as an outstanding liar because Satan does not despise the day of small things. Satan fears the day of small things in our life because he sees what great things God does in them and brings out of them. His work in the life of Zerubbabel was as important to him as his work through Zerubbabel. When it looked to Zerubbabel that the temple's building would be put to a stop, God made a way. When they had no provision and no permission from the king to continue what God had asked, God came through with more than enough. When I left my job to write this book, I trusted God to provide. He told me he would. Without his grace and his provision for both the ability to write and the finances to make up for my income, there was no way that I could do what he had asked. I was about four months into writing and the manuscript had just been finished, but we were $3,500 behind in our bills and there was no evidence in sight as to how we were going to catch up. It does not take long for the mortgage company to send threatening for closing letters, but on day 40 of our late mortgage payment, I received a phone call. Someone was giving us $5,000. This money did not come from someone swimming in money, nor did it come from a wealthy parent or grandparent that felt the need to help. No, God had simply led a couple to bless us and they were obedient. I sobbed on the phone. I was in awe of God and gratefully overwhelmed by this couple's love for us and obedience to the Lord. God had provided and he will continue to provide. I don't know how, but when he stirs something in us and we step out in faith, he will give us all the resources and favor we will need to fulfill his purpose. They may seem late at times, but God's timing is purposeful. Not once has God failed me when I have been obedient to him and stepped out in faith. And like Zerubbabel, that mountain whose peak was out of sight became a level plain. Listen to this from Zechariah chapter four, verse six. It says, this is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Nothing, not even a mighty mountain will stand in Zerubbabel's way. It will become a level plain before him. I don't mean that the things that God calls us to become easy, but when we show up, He shows up. It takes that first step of faith. He doesn't give us what we need for the task before that. When His Spirit shows up, anything is possible. And I just wonder if God is stirring something in you. I love that word stir. In Hebrew, stir means to wake up, arise. That stirring awakens in us something that is in the heart of God, not only the love of God for us, but his desire to use us to bring the love of God to others. And what a beautiful honor it is to carry a dream that started in the heart of God. I pray that whatever the Lord is stirring in you, that you have the courage to respond with a resounding yes. Because as Bill Johnson says, it's in the yes that the strength comes. The spirit of the Lord comes upon the one who says yes, and then they find themselves able to do what they couldn't do a moment earlier. I would love the honor of continuing to encourage you through my new book, Arise and Shine. If you don't have it yet, you can get it through my website at jamienthompson.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this message, please rate and subscribe. I'd also love to get your feedback and hear from you. You can share this message through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with me through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and my website at jamieandthompson.com. Until next time.